You're listening to My Solo Road by Divine Media. Hello, friends. Welcome back to My Solo Road. It is your host, Sydney, and the most common, most popular guest. And your fiancé. And my fiancé. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, so we have a lot to talk about. We got engaged. I feel like you probably already know that, but I would like to share the entire story. And it's just ironic and pretty good timing because last week's episode, we talked all about our relationship, our triumphs and our like struggles and just where we felt like we were at in a relationship. And it was obviously in like a very good place. And Henry had a ring on him the whole conversation and I didn't know. (laughs) So today we're just gonna be sharing pretty much the whole story because a lot of people do have just general questions like did I know anything was happening if not did I know like he was gonna get a ring had we talked about marriage I don't know just a lot of various questions kind of a play-by-play of the things that happened the day he actually proposed and so I'm very excited to get into it we've already popped a bottle of champagne and we are currently sipping on a couple glasses cheers cheers (sighs) okay so where do we begin? Where well, let's rewind to when our first conversation about engagement started. Do you remember the conversation? Yes. Me too. Okay, go. We were talking about getting a house together. Okay. I mean, right? We were talking about getting a house together, and I had made a comment that was just like, I would love to get a house with you, but I would feel more secure about that decision if we were engaged. Mm-hmm. I suppose we had talked about engagement prior to that, too. Like, No, no, no. That's actually... You rewound further than I was thinking. I was thinking of when you came into the cabin in September and you were like, if I proposed to you, what would you say? And then I was like, yes. And then you turned around and you were like, yes! This, But this was <laughs> right, this right. was months later from the story that you're currently telling. So you go and then I'll, we'll get to what I was just saying. Well, no. The conversation... Okay. The conversation that I'm referring to... Was we had that conversation before, but it was a more serious conversation. But it took place in that cabin in California. Right. Okay. So, wait. Hold on. Let me just preface. We're in Henry's van right now with all four dogs, our three and Abby. Let's um, start chewing a toy. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's take that away from him. The point is, there might be more background noise than usual in this episode, and I am sorry, but the dogs are, like, fresh after the park, and so they're all breathing heavy and just kind of, like, meandering around the van right now, and so just let me let me preface that. I don't think anybody cares, but I just wanted to say that right. there might be some distracting background noise. Hopefully not. Okay. Continue. Okay, so this is... Again, this is my recollection of of how... You know, you're also totally spot on. I just right. wasn't thinking of that part So of we were... We'd had talk conversation about getting engaged prior, but it was the th- what was different about this one was that you had already designed a ring that you had you had been browsing rings and styles and stuff, and so you were like, "Oh wait, well actually, since we're talking about that, you like okay, showed me a ring." No, you said we had to be engaged, and then you said you told me I don't know if it was the same day or what it was. I didn't just randomly show you a ring. You said if I if you I, came if I came across a ring or if I had any ring ideas that I should show you, and I was like, I actually do have a ring idea, and it was so weird timing wise because I had just done it like the day before or two days before like I had never actually digitally designed a ring because there's all these websites where like you can literally create like your own design and so I did that like two days before you said that and so it was just weird timing I didn't just randomly be like right yeah I know a ring you specifically told me to show you a ring if I liked it yeah 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 oh yeah for sure yeah so we again we had had these conversations prior but 
at the time of that conversation, what, which was when like, do you think that was? Just to give them a rough. That was timeline. the end of September. Uh, we're having this conversation about houses. I'm saying I would rather be engaged. That would make me feel better. And then you like pulled out your iPad or something and was like, "Hey, look, this is a ring that I really like. Like this design and all that stuff." So then, once I had the design like in my head, I said, "Send me that link." I started just diving into like research about rings and like what's a what's like reputable. Uh, places to get it from, all that stuff, which is a real rabbit hole. Uh, I don't know if anyone's ever really gone down that rabbit hole. It's also a a worthy rabbit hole because the day that I showed you the ring that I had created just randomly online, you were like, well, let's buy it. Let's order it. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, I don't know anything about where this is. And so it wasn't, I feel like that's, you know, some people obviously do that. And so it is, I think, a noteworthy thing to just say that, you know, we we were ready to be impulsive out of excitement and then you fell down a rabbit hole and it ended up being like something that you needed to learn about. So did I. And just to know what was... That's exactly right. You know, you see this ring that Sydney's like, no, this is the exact diamond. This is the exact setting. It's right there on the internet. I can add to cart and buy it. It's I'm, I felt like really like, oh my God, I'm just going to buy it right now. I'm just going to buy it right now. Like it, that's, that was how I was feeling. But then I was like, wait, pump the brakes real quick. Let me just like do some research. I started following some subreddits about engagement rings and where there's a lots of conversations people who are shopping for engagement rings and sharing their rings and like what they look like and all that stuff. And so that really helped me like better understand what's out there, things I should look out for, all that kind of stuff, budget questions. So basically that research took me away from that one website because it turned out to be a place that had some questionable quality. Mm -hmm. So, so then my, uh, I asked my best friend where he got his ring and if he was happy with it and if, his fiance was happy with it, uh, or wife was happy with it. And so then they gave me a recommendation of a designer in New York City. And so I just went with that one. I scheduled a call pretty much immediately to go over like what we wanted. And then, you know, to start that whole conversation. And uh, I really liked the guy that I was speaking to. And then I asked him to show me a bunch of diamonds. And then I called Sydney in and I was like, Sydney, I want you to like choose a diamond that you like. And so they they had them all lined out and Sydney chose the one that she wanted. And then uh, I was like, all right, thanks. I'll uh, I'll talk to you later, you know, to the diamond no, guy. No, you told me to leave the room because the rest of your conversation was not my business. That's what you told me. So right, I right, left right. and I didn't know where the conversation ended with the two of you. Like if you had ordered a ring, if you had not ordered a ring, right. you told me to leave the room after I picked a diamond. Literally, the man had five diamonds sitting out, and he showed each of them on some woman's hand that was at the shop, some other employee, and he showed me all five. I picked, out of the five he showed me, I picked the one dead in the middle, and then basically Henry was like, okay, now Sydney needs to leave so that we can finish the discussion, and I was like, okay, perfect, and I left, but just so you know, my perspective, I did not know where that conversation ended. I didn't know if you ordered a ring that day or if you were going to keep looking or calling or doing something. Right. I just left the room knowing that I had just chosen some random diamond. Right, right, right. A beautiful yeah. diamond, not random, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So behind the scenes, I was basically saying to him, well, I only wanted to see a certain level of diamonds. I wanted really nice diamonds. I only wanted to see good ones. So that when Sydney <laughs> chose them, it, that would be the end of the conversation, right? I was trying to get this done really, really quickly. Because I wanted to establish a time advantage on Sydney as far as, like, 
her think her thinking like when is he gonna propose? I wanted it I wanted to have the ring way sooner than you thought so I could like mm-hmm. propose and surprise to you. And so I basically left the room and immediately put a deposit down. So then at that point I was like start the clock let's go right and then so how long did it take until the the ring was done it took about five weeks okay and so you know five weeks later I had him send me the ring overnight the ring to a UPS store in Moab and this was when you were in Disney right but he sent my ring to a UPS store and had to pay a ten dollar like general delivery fee this is what we do with random packages from our parents and stuff so he was obsessing over a package from, like, when he was going to Moab, and he had told me several times on the phone he needed to pick up a package in Moab, and I had actually told my two best girlfriends, Katie and Bree, he's being really weird about this package in Moab, I wonder if it's my ring, but I don't think Henry, of all people, because he is, like, so responsible and just very, not that it's even irresponsible, it just surprised me. I did not think he would send my ring to a UPS store in hopes that it, like, wouldn't get lost or that there wouldn't be some issue because there have been in the past with like things that matter a lot less and so I was thinking that but Henry was supposed to essentially like he mentioned the jeweler is it located in New York City and sitting here today he is supposed to go to Puerto Rico tomorrow and then go to New York City so I thought that during this rescue Puerto Rico trip that he's about going to be taking tomorrow and next week I thought after that when he goes to New York City he was going to pick up the ring and like go with one of his best because his best friend Timmy the guy who recommended the place he lives in New York City Henry's brother lives in New York City so I was like oh maybe he'll take one of those like his best guys to the shop look at the ring so I was convinced that when he And I had told my two friends all of this, but I did notice the obsession with the package in Moab. But I was convinced that when he comes back next week from New York City, that he was going to have the ring. And then I would be like mentally prepared for some kind of couple's shoot or like some something like it would have stuck out a little bit more. So that was hence... But that's that's what you thought, and that was yeah, was, yeah. That's what I'm just telling you. No, <laughs> right, I'm just telling right, you. My, that was my imagination. But that's right. I had told Katie and Bray. I was like, oh my god, I figured this right. whole thing out. Right, exactly. So that's where the time advantage sort of comes mm-hmm. in there. And also, you always want to ship the ring so you don't pay sales tax on the ring, right? Because that'll save you a lot of money. So I got it shipped to Utah, and obviously I had like the tracking, and like it's, I had just found like a really nice campsite. And then it arrived. I'm like, damn it. Okay, let's go get it immediately. I got it. I put it on my pinky. I was like, nice. This is. <laughs> <laughs> and so then once I had the ring, during this time, Sydney was not in Moab. You had driven to Colorado because you were about to meet your mother in Disney. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, Sydney's mom is flying out on Thursday. This is, I have till Thursday to call your parents and ask for their blessing. So I was like, oh my God, like immediately things were just getting like very real. That was like the the moment where like the nerves started to like, you know, it's like once the rings on your pinky, it's like another clock starts and then another clock starts. Mm -hmm. These are all pressure, high pressure moments, moments I've never experienced before, obviously, but ones that you like see in movies and imagine a lot when you're younger. And so it's all just kind of like, oh my God, it's happening now. So... Well, I let one day go by where I thought I was going to do it, but then I was like, nah. And then basically one morning I just woke up and I like looked at my phone and I was like, it's one of those things where it's like the voices in your head are like, oh my God, don't do it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. But my hands just are just, just sent a text to your mother and father in a group text. And it was just like, 
Hey, can I talk to you guys? Uh, are you guys available for a talk later at 5.30? <laughs> it was so freaking obvious what, obviously, they knew that this conversation was probably going to happen, you know, within the next six six months, a year, whatever. But, like, that's just, like, dead giveaway. Oh, my dad would immediately, i just see him looking at his phone going, Oh, boy, oh, boy, <laughs> Henry just said he wants to have a call. Uh, right, right, exactly. So... And then once I hit the send button, man, the grin on my face, I was just like, oh my God, I spent the rest of the day like running the dogs, just trying to like get the energy that was just building up in my body sort of out. And then I got on the, the call with your parents on a FaceTime and like the, the smile on my face was so big. I like, it was so, I almost like started laughing. I'm pretty sure I did. And I was like, I'm, I think you guys know what I'm about to ask you guys. So then, you know, I asked them for their blessing and we just kind of reminisced about our relationship and how we met years ago and, and all of that. How were you feeling? Were you nervous when you were getting on the call? Oh my God. Yeah. I was so nervous. Like yeah. Heart pumping. Like, did you feel heart adrenaline? Pumping. Yeah. I mean, right before it, I was like, my phone was on a tripod. So, cause I wanted it to <laughs> be like, even hold it. <laughs> well, I just wanted to. I was just, I just wanted it to be like a normal conversation where I could use my hands and not be mm -hmm. like, you know, and so. And it was FaceTime just so they know. Yeah. FaceTime. Right. Yeah. And so like ahead of that, that was, that was when I asked uh, Ella for her blessing. Cause I was mm -hmm. like, I just wanted to like get some words out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like with the phone and, and that was, that was 10 minutes before I got on the phone with you in the beginning of the video without a cut. It said 10 minutes, Ella, 10 minutes. I need you over here. Yeah. <laughs> And so, um, yeah, I mean, it was a moment that I'll remember forever because those nerves, like those are the nerves that you want to have. Right. I right. Mean, well, and it's funny because like, meanwhile, which it's, it's funny for me because Henry and I share the same day most of the time or like, we are so open with each other about, you know, something frustrating us, something making us nervous. He knows like if I'm nervous for something. And so for him to be experiencing such strong and intense emotions and for me to be so clueless and yeah. have no idea like that you're experiencing that, I just find interesting because that's probably the first time that's happened in our entire relationship. For sure. For sure. And it really helped that you weren't there, obviously. You for were, sure. It's like I had this little trip of yours circled in my calendar in my mental calendar just like okay this is the this is the moment right and yeah i mean the call lasted about 20 minutes maybe it wasn't that long and did it my dad he my dad made a comment about you having to protect me yeah 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 classic yeah, yeah he was like you know i just like what matters most to me is that you'll always protect my daughter and i was like damn it i wish i had just said that right. <laughs> you know, i was like fuck like that was definitely like one of the bullets i meant to say but anyways yeah your fathers did say that and i was like of course and then at the end which i'm just so surprised i even remembered i, I was like i wanted to get a, a screenshot of the moment of like me talking to the two of them holding up the ring because i thought you would appreciate that later just to be able to see that moment and so i did remember to get that at the end which was nice and obviously, right after that, I just wanted to call you and be like, <laughs> I just talked to your parents, <laughs> but I couldn't. But I, but once I did, I, or once I got finished the call, I left, I got out of my van and I just like, let, just did a whole like wolf howl. I was psyched. The dogs were going crazy. Mm -hmm. And, um, I ended up just calling my mom, letting her know. I was like, I just asked her parents for their blessing. And she did you cry at all on the call with my parents? I choked up a couple times because it was just one of those moments where I was like, I could feel how much it meant to your parents. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, this is a moment that they see in movies and that they think about when they're 
getting married and thinking about having kids one day. Right. I'm my daughter. One day someone's going to ask me. You know, it's like these are all traditional mo- tradition moments, but ones that parents certainly uh, look forward to. As like, so yeah, the gravity of it all, and then just being like, I love your daughter. <laughs> just I know. It's it so... hits, yeah, it hits you like in your throat a little bit. Right. Yeah. For <laughs> sure. Know, so. so then, how are you feeling? You call your mom afterwards, and and how she. Does that... She just like started bawling. She started crying. And, uh, you know, that was a special moment. I'm glad that I called her right after. I mean, it was like, it was a nice moment that I was able to like share with my mother as well. And then she was like, can, and then when she got home that night, she, uh, we FaceTime with my father and told him. And uh, she's like, can I call their, can I call them? I was like, can you just wait? Can you mm-hmm. just wait? Like, you know. Meanwhile, my mother has been calling you her daughter-in-law for the last six months to a year. Oh, yeah, at least. (laughs) So I'm like, got it. Henry's mom and I get along on, like, another level. It's not just because Henry and I... I mean, obviously it is because Henry and I are dating and stuff, but... Well, we're engaged now, obviously, but... His mom and I just have a lot of similarities. We have very similar personalities in that we like to overshare and we talk a lot and we get excited and we are both just very like extroverted in conversation. Powerhouses too. Yeah. And we just, we love sitting in the kitchen. She's usually cooking. I'm usually sitting there eating the things as she's cooking them. And she is, we're just like bouncing back and forth, a lot of energy happening. And so we do, we do get along. She makes me feel very comfortable. Uh Uh-oh, we're pouring up the second glass. Hit me with some of that. That's some of the champagne. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Almost some spillage. Oh, you can hear the, the, the crackle pop of the glass. And so, yes, you call both of your parents, and this was the beginning of November, so we're still weeks away from actually getting the proposal done, so, because we got engaged on November 28th, what was going on in those middle weeks? So, yeah, once I got off the phone, so now I have the ring in my hand, and I called your parents, so I'm, like, ready to go, but then I'm just thinking, okay, what do I need to make this like special so like the first thing i wanted to do is i didn't like the box that the ring came in so i ordered a couple other options to um, that address in colorado so i basically wanted a couple different i I wanted an unbranded ring box right that was also a little bit more uh, lower profile so i could put it in my pocket and like not have a big square bulge sticking out of i you know (laughs) Again, the element of surprise was very important to me. So, Because I, it was... I told Henry when we were talking about proposals and engagement, I told him that the one thing that was really important to me was that it was a surprise. Right. The day I walked out of that room from the Zoom call with the jeweler, I told him specifically I wanted to know nothing else. Right. Because I didn't want it to be a situation where... Like, I know he has the ring, and now every single day, every dinner we go to, every time we do something cute, I'm sitting there thinking, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? And I just didn't want it to be that way. Right. And neither did I. That's also why I didn't want to drag it on or, like, you know, there is the quote-unquote, like, perfect, what is the perfect moment? And you could, like, potentially wait months for the quote-unquote perfect moment as you might, like draw it up in your mind right it might never you might you might have to wait months for it to be quote-unquote perfect right but for me like the perfect moment I, w- I wasn't looking for anything extravagant so basically the things that I wanted to check off for the moment were I wanted it to be a surprise so that was very important I wanted it to be private I wanted it to be just the two of us not like a public 
restaurant, you know, situation like that. And I wanted it to be on video. So I thought, basically, in my mind, I was thinking, within the next couple, like, weeks, Sydney, without question, is going to be like, Henry, I need you to help me. I need you for a reel, right? Like, we need to go for a hike, and, like, we're going to get to the top of this, like, overlook, and she's going to set up her nice camera and over looking at this beautiful situation with all of our dogs, and you'll have your your makeup done, and and all the things will be right, and then... I'll have my ring in my pocket and then I'll just do it then. But this was winter and we were in Colorado and it was just not going to happen. <laughs> I would have honestly, okay, I would never be upset, but I would not have loved if we did it like somewhere where I'm freezing cold and we're in the snow and shit. I right, right, right. I would have been like, I love you and obviously yes, but vibes are off. Right, right, right. But then one of the reasons we were in Colorado was because Colorado was a place where we were interested in looking at houses. Mm-hmm starting our search but then we kind of realized eh maybe not colorado is like it checks all the boxes but it's not that special to us and then we immediately were like let's go to joshua tree and then mm-hmm. we were like oh i didn't realize that we would be going to joshua tree and then once we said we were going to go to joshua tree i was like that's where i'm going to do it so now time is ticking still it's like another add like plus another two weeks and then we go to joshua tree and then we did that photo shoot we did the photo shoot that i just posted as we record this, yeah. I, I posted it today, and it's of us two sitting in our favorite camping chair, it's the Kelty yeah. chair. And so we had just gotten to Joshua Tree, and I asked him if I could take some photos, which again for us is very normal. Photos and video we do constantly. We're like setting up a tripod and right, yeah. like professional style kind of shit. So I set up my tripod and I started taking pictures of us on the Kelty chair, and unknowingly. Yeah. So I. Obviously, these things were, I was like, yo, this is an opportunity right here. And it was. That was honestly a good opportunity. It, it, it was special place. You know, wore nice clothing. You looked really cute. And it was private. The camera was there. But it was like, it was still photos. And the timer that was on it was like a photo. It was like, click, click, click. And I was just like, this is a moment where that, that could easily be lost in, that, in mm-hmm. that time in between. And I was just like, it's worth waiting. I can pull something off myself if but I So you to. had the ring in your pocket. Yeah, so the ring was in my pocket. And so, yeah, that was the other funny part was that when I looked at that, uh, when we were doing that photo shoot, I was like, I basically decided that I wasn't going to do it that day. But I had texted Alex Frankel, my buddy. I was like, um, by the way, um, I'm, I think I'm proposing tonight. Mm-hmm. And he was like, dude, I'm so glad I messaged you. But right. that was right before that photo shoot. And so then it didn't happen, and I... But now those photos are very special because I have an entire set of pictures where Henry's literally looking at the camera smirking, (laughs) which you can interpret that anyway, right? Like, you're always just smiling. I'm sure you're just normally smiling, but in the pictures, he has his hand on his pocket where the ring is, and he's, like, smirking and looking right at the camera, and I am just, like, naively sitting there smiling right next to you. The funny thing about that photo shoot is that, you know, that theater term called, like, dramatic irony, where there's like the, th- the third wall is broken you mm-hmm. know the wall between you and the audience is broken when i was looking at the camera i was basically looking at myself right i was like literally nodding to myself in the future being like you 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 dog you it's in your <laughs> pocket like that kind of thing and uh, i knew that that moment would be would add some something special to it that's why when we sat on the Kelty chair i put my hand on on the ring with, like, a smile on my face, because it was kind of like, you rascal, right? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, how a woman might put their hand on their be- on their stomach when they're pregnant? Just like, right, right, right. It's like a nod to that. 
So yeah, I just like let that one go. And I think that, you know, when you're trying to propose, there's a, a number of opportunities that, that you like bring the ring out to and it doesn't happen. And then you move on to the next opportunity, right? It's all about creating those opportunities, mm-hmm. creating chances <laughs> to For do sure. it, right? The other thing that was on my mind during that time was we had some friends who were coming to hang out with us that week. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, ah, so that's plus another week. Right, because right after that photo shoot, it was just us. Right after that photo shoot, we were hanging out with Andrew Knapp and then also uh, Destiny and Liz were hanging mm-hmm. out with us. And so it was just like, okay, great. Like, if I had proposed before they showed up, it would have been a real distraction that they were there. Right. So once they were, ha- we had a good time with both of them. And once they were gone, I was like, I need this to be done with. Yeah. <laughs> I can't risk us leaving Joshua Tree. Right, without I was, doing it. Right, because I was also leaving for the Puerto Rico. So, basically, you left one day... To shoot to, a video. Yeah, to shoot some videos for a brand. And I texted you, I was like, all right, like, hey, uh, I think I, ne- I need you for a reel. Basically trying to force the issue. I was waiting for her to ask me to shoot a reel, but it wasn't happening, so I was like, all right, I need to force the issue. I called her, I was like, hey, I need your, your help around sunset for a reel. Mm-hmm. And then um, you came back, and I and was... Ella came bolting to me, which she does often. But now I just look at those videos as like they're all so sweet because as I was pulling up to the campsite that night, Ella just came running to me, and I just feel like she was like, "Mom, mom, it's happening! It's happening! <laughs> right. Get out!" Yeah, yeah. And, because um... almost immediately, I got out of my car and we went to take the video. Right, right. Well, so actually, the first time I asked. You were shooting something else, and I had to push it back a day, right? Right. So then, basically, there was some, like, weird fog happening at Joshua Tree that day. Like, it was weird. Maybe it was just, like, bad air quality or something, but maybe it was just love in the air, you know? (laughs) We love that. It was definitely the love. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I just basically knew that the sunset that day was going to be something special, right? Desert sunsets are always pretty special, but this one was, whenever there's, like, weird... Weird clouds. Cloud sky features happening. It's always like it's more like fireworks. And so, yeah, so we went out there. I said I was doing a a reel for Whistle. And so all the dogs were involved. I got Ellen Finn. Like, we're doing these. So Sydney sets up her tripod. Well, and he puts the whistles on the dogs. So I I literally thought (laughs) we are doing a whistle thing. And he specifically says, as I I pulled up, he's putting the whistles on the dogs. He says, to get my Sony, which is the one that we shoot, like those those high-quality slow-mo videos that you guys have seen on my personal page. that's right. What we typically do, and this is what he was trying to force the hand earlier, and he said that I just wasn't saying anything or I wasn't doing it. I typically will ask him, you're like, oh, let's go shoot a slow-mo video. And so we go somewhere and I only need like three or four good seconds so that then in editing, I can slow it down and it makes like this beautiful slow-mo and it's yeah, only like an eight second. Cinematic. Yeah, cinematic. very a very cinematic eight, eight or nine second video. And so in my head, all of this made so much sense. And when I'm setting up the tripod, I literally was just thinking get a really cute three or four seconds of us walking towards the camera. You And like you also set up the tripod. You had looked at the sunset and done all of that. But I, I just had no reason to think anything because I just was like, oh, I'm just going to look at him and smile. And now like I look back on it and I'm like, I, I'm honestly shocked that no one accused us of faking that video because of how right. perfect it looks from beginning to end. Right. But it's because right before the video starts, I 
had Ella and Finn come right next to us so that we could just get that three seconds of all of us walking towards the camera. Yeah. And so Ella and Finn are right next to us. And as the video starts, they run through the frame and then it's just you and I. Yeah. And so that was just out of like sheer luck of how how I thought the video was going to go. Right. Well, okay. So now I'm thinking about the shot, right? So the sun was about to dip below the mountain. So I was like, okay, let's first... And this is not something I normally do, but let's first point the camera at the sun, like at the sun. So it's more of that silhouette shot that I ended up doing it on. You said using as if we shot any other videos. We did not shoot another Right, 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 right. But in my head, I was thinking, let's get that shot first. And I don't normally point the camera at the sun. Right. Well, we did also, we tried it out once and it looked really beautiful. So right, that's right. when we set up the real shot. Right, right, we, we right. We thought we were going back and forth. But, Before I knew what the shot was supposed, like that it was a proposal, we went back and forth of it should be of towards the sun or away from the sun so that the light was on our faces. Right, right. But so what I was, th what was going through my head was let's point it at the sun first because the sun is going down and the, we'll still get the warm light if pointing the other way if we don't like it. Mm -hmm. So let's point it at the sun first while we have the opportunity. So we set up the tripod. I asked Sydney to put a little X <laughs> on the ground mm -hmm. so that I so that that would be the the place where I could I would be in focus and in frame yeah and um, which is normal for like a video whatever action shot and then um, we did one and then I went back to look at the shot in the camera to make sure that I, like I liked what I was seeing that this sim card was in there that the camera was working all that and it just like it was like it looked so good mm -hmm. I was like this looks great Right. So then I was like, it's going to happen. Like, this is right. the shot. Well, like, and he was like, okay, so let's do it again. Yeah, let's do it again. And so... So, and it's, that's also very normal. <laughs> a lot of times if something looks really beautiful, I will... Ha like, I'm only saying myself because I'm the one that typically yeah, shoots yeah. that style of video. But I will typically ask Henry to do it three or four or five times right. until I get one that I feel comfortable with and that I know that we can walk away and I have the shot I wanted. Yeah. Um, and so it's really normal right after the first one. He was like, okay, let's just do that again. I was like, okay, yeah. great. Yeah. And, you know, in my mind, I'm looking at this shot. I'm like, the sun is going down. I don't have all day. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally have like a minute, maybe. Yeah, like literally 90 seconds yeah, yeah so i'm just like uh we get back into the original position with the dogs and by the way i like the fact that i even remembered to call the dogs back was mm -hmm. very crucial to the whole thing about like before this being the a video reel, started right being like finn ella come back here you know because you're because this reel's about you guys right you know mm -hmm. but in my mind i'm thinking about everything but the dogs anyways right yeah, so we get back into position. I hit record. We get into position. We start walking down together. And I'm, like, really nervous. I'm like, okay, this is the opportunity right here. But if I if I botch it, then I, I'll have another one. But basically, my left hand just starts reaching for the ring. What do you mean by botch it? Because that, that's well, like Well, what I mean is that, like, if I get too nervous and, like, I freeze and I just walk and, like, nothing happens. And you just like, don't do it, right? And I just don't do it. Like... Cause I'm like nervous or something, but my left hand just goes in autopilot and just reaches for the ring. I'm like, Oh God, it's happening. Here we go. And, um, yeah. So then I reach for the pocket. I grabbed the, the rings in my hand. And then I, uh, like when we got to that X, 
we like turn towards each other and then well, I no, just... he starts to turn towards me and because he's turning in my head i'm thinking oh for this video that we're making he's trying to have like a cute like kiss or hug or like moment where we're looking at each other and we're not just walking towards the camera yeah. so uh, that's why in the video you see me turn towards him and start to hug him because i was like oh he's just trying to have like a cute moment on camera right so i start to hug him and then he grabs my waist on both sides and kind of like holds me like no no and then that's when i took a step backwards and was like well, excuse that, me well that's when i got on one knee right and um <clears throat> for the next 30 seconds or so i just remember looking at you from below <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing was kind of blurry, but I remember looking up at you, and uh, that was like a core memory, looking up at you. And there were tears in his eyes. Yeah, and I was... uh, And I was... People kept saying... They kept writing in quotes what they think I was saying. I can assure you I was not saying anything (laughs) that you think I was saying. I was not like... Somebody was like, she, you can clearly see yes, yes, a thousand times yes. I literally am looking at Henry and I'm like, are you proposing right now? Mm. What, what's going, what are you doing? Does anybody know that you're doing this? That's what I said. And there was like, right. I was in shock. He has now had all these weeks of a buildup. I had no idea that was happening. And in three seconds, my mind literally like shuts down. I start blacking out. My, my heart starts pounding. My adrenaline is going. Yeah, so... You know, I just remember getting down on a knee and, you know, I I was like, Sydney, I love you so much. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Will you marry me? But that's, the whole, that's exactly what he said. Yeah. And the whole thing was kind of a blur. It was very blurry. But I remember you being like, like basically reacting like you thought it was a joke at first. Like maybe I, you were, I was just messing with you like yeah. getting on a knee then you like saw the ring and you're like this is not a joke he yeah. has the ring it's right in front of me he's on a knee he's proposing to me and you were just like and it was like i could i could feel the wave of the whole gravity hitting you right like seconds later and then that's when it all sort of like you started reacting in your in your own way and then you said yes and yeah, then, I did say, I, he said, will you marry me? And I was like, I didn't even know you had that. I, yeah, I mean, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, like, right. that's what I was saying. So, I, I mean, I did say yes. But in the moment, my the first thing I said was, I didn't even know you had that. Yeah, it was not a scene from a movie, even though it looked like one. I know. Well, that's, <laughs> people think that I was literally like, oh, my yeah, God, yeah. yes, to the love of my life, <laughs> yes. And I'm literally like, are you, do, are you seriously doing this right, right now? Right, right, right. But, you know, when this camera's pointing at the sun mm. and you slow it down a little bit. Well, it was a magical moment. And yeah, it, it was magical. It felt very magical. Right. I just think with the song played over it and stuff, it looks more uh, maybe like emotional than it was. When I watch that video, I get emotional because yeah. it was a gorgeous moment. But when you're experiencing it, I was not seeing the sunset. I was I didn't even notice Ella laying right there. I was full-blown blacking out like... What is happening? What is he? What is going yeah. on? Is he really doing this? Who knows about this? Like, does everybody in my life know that he's doing this right now? And right. I, I'm just like getting, I'm one's coming over on me. Like, I like what is, I there was so many thoughts in my head, and it took probably like an hour for my adrenaline to come down. When at first, like the whole proposal was done, he gets up, we hug, he's put the ring on my finger, we walked away, we called our parents, and it wasn't until. After we got off the phone with them, we're going to rewind and we can go into all this in detail. But like, it wasn't until we were at the campfire that night that I was just like staring at the ring and I was like, oh my God, that moment is like 
it happened. It's over. We're mm-hmm. done. Like we're engaged. Right. It's like a moment that we've talked about for so long. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm looking at my ring. Yeah. That's my fiance. It was like, for you, the proposal was a week's long, if not a couple months of like the whole process. And yeah. for me, the proposal was like three and a half minutes of like pure panic. And then just looking at my hand and thinking, oh my God, we're engaged now. Think, yeah. Like everything, everything, by the way, immediately felt different for me. Right. Which when we were just dating, I did feel like, oh, when we're engaged, it obviously is going to feel the exact same way because I already feel like we're engaged. I already feel committed and dedicated in that way. And so I assumed it would feel slightly similar. But I mean, that night we just sat there talking about how it completely felt like a chapter closed, new one open in terms of us as a couple, but also as individuals, like everything we've ever known is kind of different. We're not like solo people on the world anymore, not like battling things alone. You know what I mean? I, I, I literally felt an instant partnership and connection with him it changed immediately well after i started thinking about it maybe like an hour or two later but i appreciate that and i like it because i was like oh i just didn't know other than a ring i didn't realize how different it would feel for me like as your partner right like the fact that you did it i just kept telling him too i'm so proud of you for actually doing that i never doubted him and i always knew he was gonna do it but i knew how nervous he must have been and I know he like must have been so nervous to talk to my parents. So to actually get down on one knee, hold up a ring and be like, will you marry me? Is terrifying. Right. Yeah, it was terrifying. Although I feel like I went, I did all of, obviously I was very nervous in that moment. And that's sort of why the whole memory is a blur, which mm-hmm. is also why it's nice to have that video because I can look back and like, that's sort of the memory that, that I have about it, which is like yeah. very romantic and cute. And like, that's sort of the one I, I like, even though. So yeah, I mean, once once the moment was done, there's sort of like um, a crash. I I experienced a slight crash of just like the endorphins going down the like this high that I was feeling, the anticipation, like resolving itself and coming to a close. But then then I would just like look at you, and I'd be like, you and me till the end, and that's where it felt like that. It was like that sentiment that felt different. Like I always felt like your partner, and always. Like, it was going to be me and you to the end. Like, it was going to be. But, like, now it felt like it was, like, no, it's it's you and me till the end now. And, like, mm-hmm. I just, like, that felt really cool. And then, again, to, like, what you were saying about uh, us as individuals. You know, it's funny. I had a therapy session the next day, which was not planned, but it was in my calendar was at the end of the month. And that's sort of what the sentiment was. Like, that was where I sort of, like, processed a lot of these emotions about getting engaged. It was, like... every time like when I looked at you I always knew it was you so it's like it's not like obviously there's like the romantic part of it that it was like it's you and me till the end and all of that but there is also just like as an individual the idea of like eulogizing your old self I'm not a different person I don't miss my old old self meaning like the one that was like just trying to get here right mm-hmm. you know like as a young man you're you often feel like oh, i gotta look i gotta find a partner i gotta like build a career i gotta like get to this point where i'm like building something different you know what I, you know you're building yeah. your life well it's something you always future. imagine but you don't actually know what it looks like concrete in front yeah. of you you're just always imagining what will that person look like what will that life yeah. look like what will it be like and to be yeah. experiencing what we experience what we're experiencing now yeah it does feel like in the best way possible, a mourning of who I was before. I mean, yeah. we're both independence. But a was, celebration of that person in more. For sure. Like, yeah. That's but I just I mean, mean an, an indep- yeah. our independence was 
such a, and it still is obviously, but right. it really was still an identity for me. It was a huge part of my identity. Right. So I still feel like I have independence. I still feel like an individual in all of those ways and like, you know, in the healthy types of ways. But it does feel like a page has turned, a, ch- a book has changed and it's just like yeah. this whole new thing to really look forward to. I mean, I wasn't actually planning a wedding before we got engaged or anything. And now I'm like, I'm actually going to be a bride and then a wife and then potentially a mother. Like that is different than thinking one day we'll get engaged and then one day we'll get married. And then one day we might have kids. Now I'm like, oh, this shit is laying out before me, before my very eyes. And like, it is very real and very happening. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. And you know, you, when these big moments happen in life, big transitions, big, but nothing bigger than this, really. I look back on all of those moments that I had in New York City where I was like at a low point and just thought I'll, I would never find someone, right? Mm-hmm. I would be alone. I would, like growing up, I was never like, I'm going to be like the best this. I never thought about being a husband or being a father. Like those Oh yeah, no, me things. neither. Yeah, and so it was just like, this moment was a culmination of so many of like every moment before it, obviously, but like you, you can connect dots to like those big decisions that I made, like leaving New York city was one of them, but getting a van was another big one. Right. That takes Ella and Finn meeting. Right. That's the night that we got engaged. We sat here and we just talked about all of the really pivotal moments in our relationship that feel like they quite literally brought us to here. Exactly. So you know, you just start reflecting and being like, man, if I could talk to that person in New York City and, like, let him know, like, dude, you're going to get married one day. Like, it's going to yeah. happen. You're going to meet the girl of your dreams. Like, she's going to be awesome. Like, don't worry about it. Like, that would have, that, that, those are all good feelings to have, right, in those mm-hmm. moments. And, uh, and, connect, and connecting those dots, right? Just being like, wow, that, that decision to, like, get a van at the time when people didn't know why I was doing that. People were confused. It took a lot of courage to do that, to go against the grain like that. And then just, like, one thing after another, adopting Finn. Like, all scary moments. And, like, I guess another thing, getting engaged is also kind of scary, right? And, like, it gets the heart pumping, right? And, mm-hmm. uh, you know... One yeah, but of the... even the day that we had the conversation and dating was a huge leap. Right, The day right. we technically started dating, we had the conversation in the parking lot. That was a really big... Yeah, yeah. All, uh, adrenaline yeah. moment. Yeah. And then the next few days were, like, full of adrenaline. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it was funny is that that's what I... That was one of the things I was talking to my therapist about... And, you know, just that, like, the things that really get your heart pumping and, like, nervous and, like, Mm -hmm. those are all moments worth selling. Like, those are all good things in life. Like, you know, when you're asked to give a best man speech, like, and you're nervous and your heart is pumping and it it just means that... (laughs) Only Henry gets asked to do that about four (laughs) or five times a year. No, I'm just... Well, I'm just... Those are things that I've talked to my therapist about. Like, why do I feel so nervous? Like, why, why do I feel this anxiety, like, to do these things? And those are all... I'm realizing are signs of that, like, these are good things. Like, these are, you're doing things right. Like, you're scaring yourself a little bit. You're, uh, these are exciting moments. It just feels like a a new day, you know? Yeah, it feels so new. Yeah, and that's like something. And I feel like our relationship, the way every day when we wake up and we interact with each other, it feels slightly different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, for me, I always go back to, like, it's you and me, baby. Like, you Mm -hmm. and me till the end. Like, I just, that's what I go back to where it's like, where it just, it's always felt like same team, but now it's like 
we're same team. Like, I'm going to get that tattoo to my forehead. You know what I mean? Like, love that. Yes, love that. <laughs> I feel like even in an argument or in, you know, more of a trial type of moment, which we have not even had since we've gotten engaged, but hopefully even in those moments, and I feel like every moment these last several days, it just has felt more of like, we are partners. We are not opponents. We're not arguing. We're not competing. Right. I feel even a heightened sense of humility in just being like, if you win, I win. If I win, you win. It's yeah. We're literally one and the same. Yeah, absolutely. Which I have always felt that way to a degree, but I do feel... It's a next level stuff. Mm -hmm. it's, it's next level. It just feels like your goals are now my goals. Like, all the things we're now, like, let's just, like, instead of writing our everything on two pieces of paper like let's like <laughs> write them on the same piece of paper like what are honestly that's such a simple way of saying exactly what i'm trying to say right right but it's like rather than do it that way let's put it on the same list yeah no i love that your goals are my goals my goals are your goals we're gonna do them together and together we are stronger than like just the two of us. Like we're going to like, right. and like at the top of that list right now, it's like buying a house. Right. And it's like, I feel so much better about all those things now that like our goals are like, we're on the same piece of paper, right? We're on the same page, literally. <laughs> <laughs> he loves a good analogy. Well, it's, no, that's no. what we were saying the whole time, but yeah, for like sure. Same page. But um, yeah. And also we're not trying to, push the idea of engagement on anybody if like that's not your vibe or that's like you and your partner have chosen to do something different that's awesome and that's amazing and I'm sure you can get to all of the things that we're saying right now without having to get engaged I totally understand that for us this last week and we've just talked about it so many times it just for us it feels like a heightened sense of what we've always felt about each other yeah it feels like I can look him in the eyes and be like okay damn you are committed I am committed we yeah. are like we are not, in theory, going to do this forever. We are fucking doing it. Right. I think there's also something... I haven't really dived so deeply into this thought, but there's something about, like, our lifestyle, which is very inconsistent, which is very, like, different every day, right? To, like, to create strong connections, like, like um, consistent, secure ties within that, like, allows me, like, more strength to, like, move forward with, like, bigger decisions in life. So, like... Mm -hmm. You know, before when we weren't engaged, the whole idea of buying a house like felt a lot more chaotic it was like, well, what about this? What about that? Like, what if it doesn't work out? Like, like all these like weird like insecurities or question marks in my mind, mm -hmm. unresolved ideas in my mind. Like since we've been engaged, a lot of those question marks have like gone away. Mm -hmm. A lot of those like questions have been answered. There's just been resolution like I mean, and again, these are all things I knew were there and I'm not, I don't, I wouldn't say that I'm an insecure person about our relationship, but just, it feels like we are now together like that. Like yeah, it's for me sure. and you, right? We're on the, we have the same list, same page, right? Where it's like, now when I look at that same idea of getting a house, I'm just like, let's go, let's do right. it, let's do it. I can't right. wait to do it. Like, Which for that in that one aspect, in that one example, I did truly feel differently. Even just dating, I felt super ready to buy a house with him. And I felt like I knew we were going to get engaged at some point. And I definitely did feel ready to get a house at multiple different points. I mean, I'm grateful that we didn't now because so many things have changed. Life has happened. It was always the best decision. But I am very excited to get a house now. Get me out. Right. Well, I feel like I eventually would have gotten there having not gotten engaged, but I would have relied much more on your 
like conviction because you've always like you know starting like a year ago you've been pretty gung-ho on getting a house and like i would have just relied much more on your conviction and like you know what i have confidence in you and all things that you do and i have confidence in the in this relationship and therefore i can get behind this house thing right right i can do that but now i'm just like yo let's get a house right well i think it also took a year like the engagement definitely helped plus the engagement definitely helps but i think also having a year to like you've processed it we've gone back and forth and you have kind of come to i think a similar realization of myself that is a house plus the vans would really benefit our lives so i feel like that time you know instead of being like i really need a house we're buying one now it's like we're, we we talked about getting a house and then we let the idea go for a little bit. We talked about getting a house, we let the idea go. And the more we've talked about it over the last year, you've kind of started to just process it on your own time and then be like, okay, no, wait, I definitely want to do this as well. Right, right. I think also right around the time we were, we were talking about getting a house, that was like literally the moment I got my new van. So I was like, yo, the idea of a house right now, I'm like- For sure. That played into it where I was like, this moment where I, I got this new van- I'm ready to live in it. I'm ready to like tr- bring, drive it places. I can't wait to go to like Alaska, go to Mexico, do all these things. Right. So then the idea of like, wait, let's stop everything we're doing. Like, give me all your bank statements. Give me all your money. Let's. <laughs> okay. To be clear. No, no, no. I, I, I'm just being simple about it. No, I know, but I just want them to know I did not ask for any of. Those I know, things. I know. Yeah, she didn't ask for any of those <laughs> things. But I'm just saying, like the mo, you know, let's like tackle like something incredibly high level and adulty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. just felt like really. It was too back to back. It was it it was too much to process for mm-hmm. me. I was just so thrilled about this Mercedes Benz partnership. I'm getting a new van. Right. Like, well, that was something that you had built up for, for the last four or five years. Like you had been, you'd been working. I mean, the actual partnership only was about a year or two in the making, but I just mean you had always dreamed of that. That was something you always thought was outrageous and maybe one day, but probably not. <laughs> yeah. And you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying, of course yeah. you wanted to really live in that moment and yeah. love it and appreciate it yeah. and get time to totally process it and, yeah. and stuff before then jumping to this other really big life change yeah and so i i do totally yeah understand why you would need that time and it, it was much too back to back i mean i wanted a house but it was just conversation and it was unfortunate that i felt really compelled to get a house at, around the same time as your mercedes thing it wasn't obviously those two things have nothing to do with each other but i felt the need to like communicate that with you and be like listen i'm really struggling to try and work full-time and do this full-time and we're fostering all these dogs i feel like a house would be really great and it was around the time that i was feeling that way that you were getting the mercedes uh, van it was bad timing for my feelings to be that way but obviously those two things do not coincide it like had nothing to do with that right. it was just I, I was wanting to communicate the fact that i was feeling that way yeah you know it's also kind of interesting because you know you kind of think about like like how you were raised like as a and you recently asked me how my parents got engaged, like what they did. Yeah. And oh yeah, it, good stories. It, Let's tell those it, stories. Well, and it made me, it made me think. You know, obviously I've known this story, but I, I'm pretty sure like my father was very unromantic about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like they met in medical school, and they were talking about like moving in together, right? Similar to us, and my mother was like, "I don't want to move in." with you unless we're engaged and then my so father, that's where you got the idea well then my father was like well what about that you know like that kind of thing and so 
it's just like, you know, you learn all of these big lessons for the first time about your parents, like from your parents, like you, um, get relationship cues from your parents. Like, you know, what does a good relationship look like? What, you know, like all those kinds of things, like, and it just, it's just interesting. Cause in these once in a lifetime moments, you start to connect the dots where you're just like, Oh my God, I literally probably got that from my parents. Like, no, you do things in an order, right? Like you don't just buy a house with someone right you know, you... yeah i'm not like that right exactly but, but my parents it... did my parents also have a non-romantic story but which <laughs> they might have honestly told on the podcast at some point because they've been on here a couple times but my parents my mom was ironing her clothes in a bra and underwear downstairs of their whatever house they were in at the time and she knew my dad had gotten a ring and so he came downstairs and my mom was like, are you going to, he was on his way to the firehouse. And my mom was like, are you going to just give it to me or not? Like, where's the ring? Are we, are we engaged or what? Right. And so my dad like was like, um, okay, is this, I mean, she, my mom was not that probably rude about it, but my mom is a, you know, she's a, a quick, like she would say something very bluntly. She's a very direct person. Right. And so she said something of that effect to my dad. And my dad just was like, okay, like, do you want me to give you the ring right now? And she was like, yeah. And so he came downstairs, gave her the ring, and that was that. But I think that's what... Well, you know, my, and my sister has a very similar similar situation to that, where she just kind of knew he had the ring, and and I think that's probably why I told you I don't want to know that I ha that you have the ring. I don't want to know that it's coming. I don't want to feel like you're taking too long or you're not taking too long. I don't want to be thinking about it, and so that's something I definitely appreciate. And I think those stories of my parents first, and then my sister. I really dreamed of having some sort of moment like i appreciate moments and it and honestly had nothing to do with a video so yeah. well it had nothing to do with a video or photos or something but like my brain works in the way of like i romanticize my own life privately and publicly and i appreciate that about myself because important moments feel romantic they feel big they feel important they feel special i want to remember every single one of them for the rest of my life and i want to remember them being beautiful to the best of my ability and so it was important to me that I didn't know it was coming and that I had told you before, you know, that I want this to be a surprise and I want it to be sweet and I want it to be on video or photos or something. I want the memory to have. I want to hang that in my house. I like, right. I want that. And so I, I mean, I love the way that you did it. And I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with people who get engaged like w without a romantic story. I know that happens literally every day and all the time and every story you can romanticize in your own way. My parents romanticized their story. I always found it very romantic because they have a 30 year long marriage and it's like a funny story to tell, I think. And my sister is the exact same way. My sister loves how she got engaged, but I wanted something that was like, I can close my eyes and for the rest of my life, I picture Ella sitting there staring at you and me looking at each other, you're on one knee, right. and we are having a conversation about spending the rest of our lives together. Right. And that is an image I hope I just have for the rest of my life. Right. Yeah, it's funny because I have like a similar reaction. Like when, like when I heard how my parents got engaged, I was like, really? That's it? Like, yeah. you know, and I don't think that my parents romanticized that moment. Like they're just kind of like, my mom's kind of like, yeah. And then he just said... What about that? Right. Yeah. My dad just kind of like, yeah, well, you said yes. So why don't you just like. <laughs> yeah. And it's worked out pretty well. Yeah, it's worked out pretty well. Like, whatever. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, it's something that my dad tries to like, you know, downplay. My mom's just like, you know, whatever. But in that moment, when I first heard that, I was just kind of like, I'm going to do better than that. I promise you. So mm -hmm. like, you know, obviously knowing you, you know, you realize that the moment is bigger. It's 
like I have to put a lot of work into it, but for me, it's about creating a moment that lives up to like what you want. Like I'm trying to surprise you. I'm trying to do something for you. Like the moment is obviously it's a declaration of love for me and my commitment to you and all those things. And a lot, a lot goes into it for me, but for me, it's about creating that moment that you remember forever that like catches you off guard that like right. makes your heart sing. Right. And so Obviously, I know that you're a sentimental person, right? And that you... Uh, I'm a Pisces baby. Right, right. But I mean, you know, what mattered to me was just creating that for you. So it was like, you know, being cute. <laughs> yeah. Well, doing Henry, all those things. Henry you know? also is like a very romantic person. There's there's some small chivalry things that we're working on and that I teach him every day. <laughs> well, I didn't grow up like that. My, I, I know my you did it. not a chivalry. Listen, I love you every single day, but I do... I, there are random things. My dad is incredibly chivalrous and very romantic. My male example in life was that way. And so I have, I've noticed, uh, you know, over the course of our relationship that there are very, like, Henry does all of the big things amazingly. Birthdays, Valentine's Day, that type of thing. But on a daily small basis, there's like... I don't walk on the right side of the road. Like, when we're walking... It's I'm not like, about being on the right side or the left side. That's how you said it. it. It's about, like, when we're on the side of traffic, it doesn't cross his mind to be on the side of traffic. And listen, <laughs> I'm not all about the gender norms and, like, traditional gender roles. That's not a, what it is. It's... And first of all, I've <laughs> I've mentioned this to him one time, and it happened to be a few days ago, but he's done it for the last four years that I've known him. And, like, when we're hiking, if he is going faster than me, he will literally just be a quarter to a half a mile ahead of me and, like, not think twice about it. And so I've had to just politely be like, hey, I would very much appreciate it if you did this or if you did that. And that's something that I resented, honestly, at the beginning of our relationship. And like going back to last week's episode where we kind of talked about things we've learned, I've learned like instead of being resentful and like annoyed, it is so much more worth just being like, because Henry is so receptive. He's my partner. He wants to make me happy. He doesn't know that I'm thinking that. And so if I just say, hey, I like it when you, even one out of 10 times, it's not like you have to do it every time, but like if you were to kind of grab me like a little bit and pull me to the side of opposite traffic and you walk on side traffic, I would be, in my head, I'd be like, oh my God, that's so sweet. That's like a really cute thing because what I think about is when we left church every week with my dad, my dad would always walk behind all his girls. He had to see all of us. He likes his eyes on us. He doesn't walk in front of us because something could happen to us and he wouldn't see it. He likes to know exactly where we are. That is the man I grew up with. And I know that's a unique situation, whatever, but like it, it gives me a different perspective where when Henry is walking a quarter mile ahead of me, I'm thinking, well, if something happened to me, he must not care. And I know you care. I like that logically is there, but a, a thing that I learned for the first however many years of my life to go against it, then I'm like, oh, well, you know what I mean? There's like a Yes. Yeah. An oh, interesting yeah. opposite. Hundred percent. Because we're, I know you were talking not about taught that. Yeah, we're we're talking about things that we get from our parents, right? Yeah. Exactly. And exactly. So and my that's dad is exactly just right. Yeah. My dad is a very chivalrous man, and that is something yeah. I've always loved about him because because I am independent and I have always been this solo female. Blah blah blah. I take on. I like try yeah. and take on the world by myself. Right. And so when I go home and I can just. I like melt into my house. Yeah. I feel the the sense there is an energy there of being protected by my father, and I absolutely I I enjoy that feeling. Absolutely, yeah. There's an, there's a lot of things that like I did not grow up in a family with a lot of like you know the proper lessons. You know, like 
which fork do you use here? Like, does the okay, fork well, go on the, like, the right... Well, I don't compare that I'll, to what I'm, not, I'm saying. My no, family ain't fancy. No, 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 I know. I'm just saying that these are lessons. These are things I realized about how I was raised later on in life. Like, when I would have, you know, uh, when I would set the table for someone, someone would just be like, Henry, you know, the forks go on the right... Or, like, I don't yeah. even know. Well, that. I would never know that, yeah. <laughs> right, I wouldn't just, consider that a chivalrous thing to know. I'm just saying things that... I feel like, you know, little lessons like that, that I just like never mm-hmm. was were given or like, or what you're saying that like, that, uh, I stand on the roadside, right? So that if a car were to <laughs> come, I get hit first. <laughs> <laughs> well, but basically, it's also obvious, I stopped the car, right? No, right. I know, but it's obviously not. I'm joking. I know, but, no, yeah. I know you're joking, but I'm just saying it is the thought that counts. It's a feeling of being cared for. Absolutely. And obviously I'm joking, but what I'm really getting at is that like, if my father was the kind of man who did that for his family, I would grow up doing the same thing. I right. would be like, oh, no, you do these things like, you know, and there's like the basic stuff that I that I know, like, you know, I'll open the door for you or like, I'll give you things, you know, like little things like that, that show love. Absolutely. But it's, you know, like standing on the side of the road, I feel like that's like next level. That's like advanced level that I just never got. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is one example, but yes, there are, yeah, yeah, yeah. there are random things. Like, yeah, random I, things. I'm not sure. trying to harp on that. I couldn't give a shit less if he literally not, always walks on a road side. No, no, no. Me. I'm not trying to trivialize that in any way. I'm just trying to be like, we're talking about things that we inherit from yeah. our family. And, and, and that that's is one a, of those things. That is a top of mind example because that example did literally just happen. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. So I'm just saying that's not something that it's I'm not, yeah. not Constantly like, oh, no, yeah, you're on yeah. the wrong side. Is it, it's not proportionate to the conversation we're having. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. I'm only, I'm just saying that because yeah, yeah, people listening. But we really got away from the co- topic of conversation. <laughs> well, yeah. So, anyways, we're all engaged. Those, yeah. Well, all of those. The point I'm, I think, the point I was trying to make, or the point what we're talking about was that you know, getting engaged, like you know, g- delivering you an experience, the moment that you sort of. You know, again, everyone grows up seeing it in movies and thinking about what it's going to look like in their life. And I was going through that in the moment. And then I think about Sydney, like what might she have been imagining for herself? And she had given me some clues here and there. And but, you know, obviously I wanted to make sure that I checked those box boxes and thought about what Sydney was thinking about herself. Like, you know, I know you didn't want anything like over the top extravagant, like something that was private and special and all that. But man, that video really crushed it. Well, that, <laughs> it's funny because like I look at that video, I'm just like, damn, because that really exceeded my expectations for myself. Like I was like, yeah, I'm just going to try to create something special. Like I'm going to check yeah. the boxes and like, the sooner the better (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. and then after that first run when we pointed it at the sun and all that i was like okay this this could be really good but then it turned out even better like with ella just feeling the moment that tail and the sun and the sun hitting her tail and like she just sits there and watches like all the little details i'm just like wow it makes me think about our love story in general which is like i don't deserve this love story i don't that's how i've always felt it's like wow I don't, right. who am I, like, I can't believe that I get this beautiful love story. And, and then to just like, get this lovely engagement as well. Like that memory, I'm just like, man, I love my life. I hope you love your life. I do. 
And that that's something that we're also very different in because when I look back at my love story, I genuinely, at this point in my life, which I understand, and if y'all have been here for a long time, you know the case. Like, I've not always been an optimist and, like, thought really highly of my life, but I 100% look at that video and I look at our love story and I think I fucking deserve every second of it and I think of it like who does, like, who deserves this more than me? Like, I mean, because I, I believe that everyone deserves that. I also believe that what is, it's not like the law of attraction, but I just try and think optimistically and positively about everything now. I feel like I've been that way almost since the moment we started dating, where I just, I try and perceive it in that way. And I do, I look at it and I just think, I deserve it and I should sit in it and I should enjoy it and relax in it instead of ever thinking that I don't deserve it. And I hope at some point you, your mindset is that way as well. No, I, I, because you obviously deserve I, it. And I, I mean, I know how, I know all the things he went through in New York city and all the different times where you have felt not the best. And so it's like, of course you deserve it. I know these are things that I talk about sometimes in therapy where it's just like, and at the end of the day, I know I do deserve it. I know that I'm proud of myself and in our relationship and how we got here and and that we did things the right way. Mm-hmm. And I feel really proud about all about all the things. And so I know that it took a lot of work, a lot of self-work and discovery to, to get to this point right now. It's just, you know, it's just, I'm just, these are just like narratives that are just, uh, that I struggle with in general. It's just like, oh, right. who am I? Like, I don't, I don't do, you know, I'm just. No, working. totally. I completely understand what you're yeah. saying. I do yeah. totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. In general, those are, that's sort of like the voice that I fall back on, which is not a good one, but. Yeah, but that's also, that's a piece of who you are, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It is a piece of who I am, but I do deeply, like, in therapy, like, when I, when I talk about this, I always do arrive at that, like, I'm just, like, really proud about how we got here. I, I love that, like, I know that I, I know that I do deserve it. Yeah, of course. It's just like when I look at that video, I'm like, yeah, this makes me, I'm not that good. <laughs> I know. But I guess. But I, I look at that video and I'm like, yes. Yes. Yes, King. Yes. Queen. I mean, I don't know what I did to deserve that video. I think I deserve our love story, but I do look at that video and I just think I couldn't add one possible thing to make the video better. I mean, if Finn and Ella were walked in together, that would have made it. Look- For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. But, but, but the chances of both of them laying down like that. I feel like Ella saw the opportunity with me or just like the universe knew that like for myself, I really wanted something like that. Yeah. I mean, obviously Finn is my son. I would have wanted him in the video as well, but I do, I appreciate like Ella will be gone one day as will Finn, but like Ella will be gone one day and I will always look at that video and just think that was my girl. Like that was the girl I've had for my entire life. And she turned and recognized in a special moment. And I just want to say, Ella is not that dog. Like, the dog that you see in that video, she has never since the day I've had her, got her, has she ever just laid down and quietly watched something. The only reason she would lay down like that is if she wants me to throw a rock or if she's barking or she's, like, chewing a rock, which I don't... She's ADHD, for sure. Yeah, she is buck wild, this child. And so, like, I cannot help but think that she sat there and, like was just looking at us because she recognized, you know, Henry for some reason is on one knee, which I think physically gives her some sort of, you know, 
That is a physical cue. We, because is, we did a whole dress rehearsal while we were away. <laughs> yeah, did you? Yeah, she was right on point. So I just think that, and then like, you know, I was audibly gasping and just shocked and stuff. And I think there were just signals to her that, you know, she should kind of come back over to us. But it is particularly spectacular that she would come and lay down, first of all, perfectly centered in frame, shout out to my girl, but she just <laughs> lays there and watches us, and that is, like, really amazing for her because that is so against her standard personality, and yeah. I just love watching that. I mean, I've watched that video a hundred times a day since the day we took it. Yeah. What's your favorite part about the video? My favorite? Favorite, like, well, moment or whatever. I think Ella is my favorite in the video because I know she's temporary in my life. And so that's something I think is the most special. But the the story I posted zoomed in on your face of the whole thing, (laughs) I think is my second favorite part because there is the, the getting down on one knee, especially when I watch that video, I just think of like, it's so representative of the man in the relationship having to be like, you are physically lower than me for a moment and this offering of like humility nervousness you're obviously embarrassed not at all but i mean like a sense of like vulnerability vulnerability that's the best part yes very vulnerable you're putting yourself in this very vulnerable position and you're looking up at me with an like this offering of this ring and the rest of your life and your love in this and looking at your face and the, there's like two times in the video where you kind of uh drop i guess a little bit like you kind of go back a little bit your shoulders come down and there's just this you look vulnerable and it's really it's one of the sweetest things i've ever seen i just i've watched your face and just the you can see the silhouette of your smile so big And you just can't watch that video being us or anyone else. You cannot watch that video and not think, oh my God, he loves her so much. And like, so to watch that video, not me about to cry. I cannot watch that video and not think, damn, he loves me. Like that is the man that loves me for sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm, uh, I'm glad we got that on video. I'd say that probably my favorite moment was, uh, just at the end, just how per- well framed we were, and, and I was like coming in to like kiss you and hug you, and like our faces just like perfectly centered on the sun, the silhouette, and then like we like our faces were apart, and then they became one because mm-hmm. of, and then it just like blurred out for a second. I was just like, I know what. Like, well, and so in our on our end, one. I just thought that was so lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. On our end, it got blurry for a second, and then it goes back into focus. But when I was slow-moing the video and editing it, I noticed that blur, and I was like, that is the best possible way to just end the video. Right. Blurring because, into one. Yeah. And yeah. just, I mean, shout out to the camera on those moments. I mean, it just could not have performed better. Yeah. And obviously, you set it up, and you looked at that shot and stuff. But briefly, let's mention any, like, wedding situation. What do we think? What are we planning? What do you want? I mean, this is obviously a conversation that about the two of us, but I think things that we've talked about that we both agree on is like having it be representative of like our journey. So like, and what we love and like our own experience. So like, you know, would we have a wedding on the East coast? No. Right. We would want it to be sort of destiny, not destination, like, or like Costa Rica. Yeah. Like something like that brings people to like these places that we love so things like joshua tree or west yellowstone all come to mind places where sydney loves that i love that are special to the two of us and uh you know and just like people making that journey to uh celebrate 
the two of us like in those places feels like a little extra special yeah to, to uh to me and i know for you as well so something that's very connected to nature yeah. we definitely want something to be outside and for people to be outside all weekend we don't want anything that's like crazy huge by any means right intimate yeah something intimate with really close friends and family yeah something we definitely want like a unique experience i think you know, what, whatever that looks like. We haven't really dove into any of the details, but just something that people will feel, they will leave feeling like they've had an experience at our wedding and that they've never been to a wedding like that before. Yeah, but obviously we have a an unusual lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so we want people to leave feeling like that wedding was like so them. Like that was, yeah. which is unusual, which is like, you know, not something like that crazy, but I just mean like something lovely and blah blah you know all the things we're still brainstorming but yeah for sure well yeah no i don't mean extravagant just something that feels a little adventurous a little exciting adventurous exciting yeah exactly something a little outside the box yeah but that's it we also i have all the trova trips happening next year which is a factor because i don't really want to plan and get married like plan a wedding and get married in the same year that i'm taking five international trips I, yeah, it just is not something that's probably planning wise the smartest thing ever. And I don't want to stress myself out about the wedding. I mean, I know naturally it's stressful. I think once you're closer to the actual day of getting married, but I feel like right now we are just a week in, so we might as well enjoy being engaged. We'll never be engaged again. And so to have this time in our lives is, feels super special. And, you know, people have wedding questions almost immediately and we're just trying to enjoy this little slice that we get yeah absolutely just trying to enjoy it how are you feeling now we can wrap up in just a second but how are you feeling about being engaged yeah i feel amazing i'm like i'm just like really happy for myself yeah obviously i'm happy for you i'm happy for the two of us i'm happy for all these things i'm just proud that i'm like i've always thought about like what the end of van life might look like for me and, like, would I be alone? Would I right. be, like, how old would I be? Like, all these kinds of things. And it's, like, now that we're about to be looking for a house, now that we're engaged, I'm just, like, wow. I really just, like, decided to to move into a van, <laughs> you know, f- five years ago. And, you know, I met a girl from Indiana. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? I, the, the... If you told me I was going to, like, be with a girl from Indiana, I'd be like, how? Like, what, what am I going to spend time in India? You know, like, how yeah. would I meet a girl there? Like, it's just, like, only in van life. It's, like, we. it's a van life story. It's a story about dogs. It's a story about I mean, patience. And, shout out to the dogs. Yeah, honestly. The dog's parent trapped us. Yeah, 101 Dalmatians. All day. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel very sentimental. Like, I... I'm obviously still in that phase of like, you know, life isn't normal yet. I'm just still mm-hmm. just like, wow, I I love it all. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of us. Right. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you. Yeah. I'm I'm just I'm just excited that I can like my future looks so much more like there's like so much more clarity about it. I'm just like, wow, I just I remember the first time I thought about my future like that was when I adopted Finn. Right. Because I was like, okay, I'm going to have him till I'm in my 40s. Oh, my God, my 40s? I started thinking about my 40s. And I was like, oh, my God, my 30s. 
oh my God, like, what yeah. is my life? Like, I remember thinking, if I have kids, Finn, my, Finn will probably meet them someday. Yeah, he will meet them. And it's, I know, but it's like, but now, when I think about kids, I'm like, yo, Sydney, kids? <laughs> but it's like, all of those things are just like way more, there's more clarity to all of those ideas, right? And I'm just like, that those things alone just kind of like stop me in my tracks and give me pause. I'm just like, in the best way possible. Yeah. Not like hesitation. I just mean they just make me, they just stop me in my tracks and I'm just like, wow, that is special compared to the person from New York City who thought I'd be alone my whole life. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why I'm proud and happy. And love, love that. <laughs> and in love. Yeah. How about you? How do I feel right now? Yeah. Or like now in the relationship or whatever? Yeah. I feel so happy. I feel like a relationship just in general has never been better. I mean, I know this is like an exciting thing, but it just feels, I feel very solid with you. I feel very happy every day when we wake up. I'm just, yeah, I feel like I'm beaming right now. I feel like I am just walking around the world smiling like nothing could possibly (laughs) bring me down right now. And having a ring does not hurt. I love having, it's really not, I mean, first of all, I've never owned a diamond in my life. So having something this beautiful feels, this makes me feel like, what did I deserve this? You know, more of like a a material thing. I'm just like, wow, this is quite the fucking rock. I mean, it's just, it's gorgeous. But what I was going to say is that it mostly just feels like a physical representation. I look down every day and I just think, oh my God, I am engaged. And it's just a constant. Even when I was working today, I would feel it on my finger for a second because it's not, I'm not quite used to it yet. And so I would just feel it and I'd be like, oh my God, he really just got down on a knee and did that. I can't believe he did that. (laughs) And so, yeah, it just feels, it feels so special. I feel like this time in my life, again, I'm just, I love romanticizing things. I like glamorizing things, not in a bad way. I don't mean just glamorizing van life, but I just mean, I say that because people always say social media glamorizes van life, but I like, I feel like the more I romanticize it in the moment, the more I appreciate it down the line. Yeah, I think uh, being engaged is about romanticizing it in general. You know, it's like we're engaging. The engagement phase is about trying on a different label for the first time, like a new transition. Yes, a transitionary like label. And it's about enjoying it and loving it and and you know, the rock on your finger (laughs) and like planning a wedding and everything, you know, and then. So enjoy it. And I love that for you. I love it for the two of us. Yeah, I love it for you, too. Yeah. Yeah. I love you. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Okay, anything else that you want to add? Other than the fact that I do just want to truly shout out the dogs one more time. I feel like I'm not happier for anyone more than I am the dogs. I've been thinking about that, too. Just the fact that Finn and Ella get to spend the rest of their lives together brings me a lot of joy because they... I mean, Ella wants nothing more than to be with Finn every day for the rest of her life. And so to give her that feels even more special. Yeah. Number one, I couldn't agree with you more about that. I couldn't be happy for them. But it's... Once you once you just realize that our love story is their love story exactly, mm-hmm. except they knew it first. Right. It's just like, it's like who, who would have thought that like I would have the same love story as my dog? I know. <laughs> it could be. And I love that for everyone. I know. Yeah. So it's our family now. Yeah. Feels very special. Yeah. Okay, well, I love you, and this has been our full engagement slash a revisit of our love story. I do just want to 
briefly mention our past podcast episodes. I think it's really unique that I have this kind of, not just platform, but like the medium of the podcast because over the last several years, you know, Henry and I did an episode of how we met and like being just friends. And then we did another episode as soon as we started dating. We did the one last week and now we're doing one being engaged and I'm sure we'll do one once we're married. And so having this medium again of of the podcast is so special and so if you haven't listened to those past episodes i would invite you to go back and we're probably a little bit more awkward or, or not or don't do it you know oh you're just not so not so excited by them <laughs> no, I don't know. no i just i think it's really interesting to kind of revisit that journey that we've been on together and yeah it's it really is amazing having all of you guys as well be a part of this story you are such an integral part of our love story as well and you always will be and so just know that we are not ignoring the fact that everyone listening and everyone who has especially been here since the very beginning of us being friends of us starting dating and now this we we see you and we love you and your guys's support and love for us as a couple is not it is not unnoticed and we appreciate every comment every everything that you do for us is totally loved and and seen by both of us yeah and uh, obviously, there will be more podcasts to come. Uh, to in the same uh, maybe we'll do a live podcast on our wedding night. How about that? Right, I mean, well, I mean we, <laughs> we uh, we're going to be getting married, and then you know we'll probably be having kids, and we'll we'll always look back at these podcasts ourselves and uh, right. enjoy them and think they're just as special uh, years to come. So yeah, exactly. I, it's fun uh, being able to just to document to th- everything. Yeah, to put things on record and. My, I feel like my uh, social media content is sort of like I've sort of reframed and now I like think about it a little bit more like that. I'm just like, wow, I can't wait to like look back at all these videos and stuff. And I like, know. Okay, well, we are going to go and Henry is flying to Puerto Rico tomorrow. So wish him luck on the journey and follow along that whole adventure because he's going there. That's where Finn originally came from and he's going to be working with the Sato Project, which is the rescue that rescued Finn. So it's just something that's very special to especially Henry and Finn, but obviously also me. And so you can follow along his stories and stuff. I'm sure he'll be posting all of the updates and adventures as they happen. And then they're going to be flying well over a hundred dogs over to America, which is what they do every single year. And so also that's like a shout out to Team Finn as well. If you're not a part of Team Finn, that is Henry's Patreon and 100% of the money goes to all of the rescues that he works with every single month. And this month obviously is to the Sato Project and sponsoring that flight that is coming from Puerto Rico to the United States where like a hundred plus dogs get to find their forever family. Yeah. I don't always love the term forever family, but it is what it is it's what people say but yeah anyways that's what's going on and next week is going to be an interview with quinn gable and so yeah you'll get to hear all about her and her van life cats her new van how she navigates as a solo female on the road and all kinds of juicy stuff with that and i I think it's a really really great interview honestly she's a great speaker and just a very interesting person so i think you guys will really enjoy that episode especially if you're the ogs here for the van life content and so yeah, you can expect that next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific. I think these are coming out Pacific. I'm almost positive. But yes, anyways, I love you all. Henry loves you all. I love you all. (laughs) And we will see you next week. Bye.